The context of the Gospel of today is a very interesting one because the people were living in darkness and God's chosen people were at their worst ever in the history of their faith. It was a very difficult and dark time for the people. There was poverty, division, um, there was uh, oppression in so many ways from the Roman Empire and from the scribes and Pharisees and the religious leaders as well. So the people were down on their knees. And it would remind us of that uh, in the Old Testament in, Genesis, in Exodus where God heard the cry of his people in slavery. Once again, God hears the cry of his people. And that is why God called John the Baptist to leave uh, being a priest in the temple and to go out into the wilderness and to begin to roar the message of repentance, that people must now repent because the coming of the Messiah is imminent. And that is what he did. And he deliberately went out in the area of Perea, a town called Perea, because that was the crossing point when they crossed the River Jordan, they crossed into the, into the prom promised land. So John went back out into the desert and he lived off what he could find in the desert, reimagining and recreating Exodus, the people's 40 years of, of, of uh, journeying in the desert and living off the desert. So what John wants to do, he wants to recreate the people of God the plan that God had for his people from the beginning of Exodus up until this time. And this is not like any other renewal. This is a renewal getting ready for the Messiah. So John preached a baptism of repentance in the River Jordan, the strong waters that would wash away all the infidelity, all the selfishness, all the evil that existed in the land and in the people. And then they would go into the promised land and await the Messiah. Jesus would have been aware of this Messiah. Everybody was aware of John the Baptist at that time. And lots of people, huge numbers were going to him to be baptized. Jesus himself went because he wanted to be immersed in this, what was happening himself. And, but it was unique for him in that when he was baptized, God in the form of the Spirit descended upon him and said, You are my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. And he is then, as John said, he is the one because I saw the Spirit come down upon him like a dove. Now Jesus didn't go immediately to begin his mission. He had to go into the desert and contemplate and see how belovedness is going to be lived out among the people. So it was only when John was executed that Jesus then begins his ministry. And it is fascinating to see what he does. He goes to a place where he's going to be he's going to he's going to encounter most opposition. It is a place that would not welcome somebody like Jesus, but it was a place in which there were many people who were sick, there were many people who were isolated, there's many people who were not living life and life in its fullness. And this is the people that Jesus was going to. And as he was going, he encountered people that God called him. It says in the Gospels, Jesus saw them. 
Jesus saw uh, Jesus saw Peter and Andrew, and he said, "Come after me; I will make you fishers of men." And then later on, he sees the sons of Zebedee, James and John. He sees them, and he invites them to be his disciples as well. So Jesus is inviting them to join him in bringing God's kingdom into people's lives. Now, to understand the kingdom, we have to um, understand the word repent. Because the kingdom, in essence, is a whole new way of humanity relating to each other. It is a profound change in how we relate to ourselves, how we relate to other people, and how we relate to the world. And this is what Jesus meant by the kingdom is among you. And the first aspect of that is reflected in the word agape, which means a love that seeks the good of other people, irrespective of who they are. It is seeking the good of people you don't know, the stranger. It is seeking the good of the people who despise you. It is seeking the good of all people, irrespective of who they are. That is the agape love that is most divine, but it is also most human. And that is the love that we are called to. And it is God, a love that excludes indifference towards any created human being in the world. So that is uh, the first part of the word repent, to to live agape love, which is a beautiful divine love. That And if we do it, it will bring us the fullness of life as well. The second aspect is that of forgiveness. Jesus wanted to show God's compassionate forgiveness, instead his severe judgment on the people. And forgiveness obviously always comes from Christ. Because when we, are, when we receive God's forgiveness in our lives through Jesus Christ, then we are able to pass on that forgiveness to other people. We cannot forgive people if we have not been forgiven. And if we are holding somebody in unforgiveness, if we are filled with resentment, the first thing we must do is open ourselves to the beautiful and abundant forgiveness that Jesus Christ gives to us. And if we do, then we will be set free from guilt and we will be set free from resentment. And that is what Jesus wants. He wants a people who, who celebrate and live a life of forgiveness so that everybody is free from guilt and resentment. And resentment is a very toxic, um, it's a very toxic state to be in because it can destroy life and destroy other people's lives as well. The last part of the kingdom of God is from the beginning of God's engagement with people in Exodus is that Jesus said, or God said to these people, I will free you from slavery. I will bring you through the desert and into the promised land. And I will do this because you will be my people. I will be your God. And I want you to live in a kind and loving way. But in particular, I want you to have a special care for the widow and the orphan. In our Catholic tradition, we call that working for the common good, working for the good of all people. And that is another aspect of our faith and another aspect of the kingdom of God. It has been immersed in agape love 
that God has for each one of us and passing that on. It is making forgiveness a way of life. And it is also working for the common good so that everybody will be able to live a life of dignity and respect. So the same call, the same view, Jesus saw the disciples. This morning he is seeing you. This morning he is calling you to repent and to live by a totally different set of relationships uh, from society in which we live in. Agape, forgiveness and the common good.